Hi, my name is Hina Solanke. Welcome to The Phil Fabulous Show. We are live. Hello and welcome to Elroy Power, also known as Spoonface. Welcome everybody. Today I'm living out on Facebook, on my Facebook page, and also recording for my Feel Fabulous podcast. Now, many of you have been on Clubhouse and you've been hearing the word Clubhouse lots recently. You're like, what is this phenomenon? What is this craze? People are meeting lots saying, you know, it's like a super networking arena. Well, absolutely, because that is how I got to know you, um, Spoonface. So welcome. How are you today? I'm amazing. I'm having a great, great day. It's lovely and it's great to be here. And thank you for the invitation to jump on the show with you. Thank you. So, yeah, today is called Power of Voice. And the voice is, you know, a voice is all about confidence, speaking up with confidence. It means you trust in yourself, um, your beliefs, your opinions. um, And are they strong enough? To converse to others, can you are you able to concisely get your conversation or what your, the power of whatever it is you're trying to say across to the other person? Um, and I, that's why I think Clubhouse is absolutely amazing because it is all about the voice. And it was your voice when I heard your voice. I was like, wow, your voice is incredible. So I've got lots of questions, and I'm actually dying to know all about you because I just f- find it so interesting. I mean, first I heard I was like, very white what no can't be what's going on but um so would you like me to call you Elroy or Spoonface all my mates call me Spoon so that's fine Spoon right okay brilliant Spoon the voice guy excellent so Spoon how did it all start so how did it all start and what were you doing before it started before what started before your career, sorry, yeah, absolutely, your voice career, your so the, the voice so guy. I have to ask oh, this. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, with regards to Clubhouse and that whole space and the way we connected, you know, usually when we talk about communication and connection, um, we most of it is nonverbal. So the, there are studies that show that communication is like 93% nonverbal. And so the rest of it is body language and tone and other things that we pick up on. So in that space, in that clubhouse space, um, you are really focused in on the voice, the, the intention, the flow, the tone, the pitch, the delivery, and the authenticity. You know, are people really being genuine? And and that's why I really like that space because you can really pick up quite quickly on if someone is, you know, bullshitting you or not. If someone's being authentic and yeah. real, and, and I love that. Um, and you know, going answering your question around how it started for me, um, I was studying at the time, and a, a very a, a solid friend, Lisa Millet, um, who was signed to a record label, defected at the time, has some mates making this dance, dance music uh, tune, and uh, they needed someone to re-vocal this Barry White song because no one, um, no one, well, Barry White wouldn't give permission for it to be used, so. Uh, they wanted it to be released. It was doing well in the Balearics as a white label, a sample over this groove. But to make it cross over, they needed that permission. And so they got me in. I didn't think anything of it. Went out to Italy with Lisa, one of the hardest sessions of my life. 
got back to the UK and was just going to go back to studying. And uh, then I got told, no, you're going to have to do Top of the Pops. Um, big chart show at the time for those that remember. And then travel across the Middle East and the Balearics and all sorts performing this music um, and be, you know, as part of the project. So, yeah, that was in a nutshell how it all started. Very, yeah. very, and very yeah, for the listeners, that was a number one as well. Number one record sold several million uh, worldwide and um, was my introduction to the entertainment industry. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, what an honor to be able to do a Barry White song. Surely you must have felt that must have been so uplifting. I mean, that's just an amazing thing to be able to do, be, to be able to do because you've got the vocal firstly, and then secondly, because, you know, you were allowed to do it. Yeah, you know, at the time I was a struggling student. I grew up in North London, a working class family. And so, you know, it was just a dream being, music was massive for me, but I was trying to become a, a, a lawyer. You know, I was, I was, I was heading oh. in that direction. You know, I, I wasn't really thinking about it, but music was a big part of my life. So to get that opportunity, I knew it was a once in a lifetime uh, thing. It was one of those things that you just had to just go all in, step up and go for it. And it was scary. It was like, I'd never had anyone in my family or anyone in my circle that had experienced um, success in the music industry at that level. So there was no one to really talk to or ask questions about all of the, these new questions and these new uh, processes that I'd never had exposure to before, you know what I mean? So at times it was actually very lonely and quite a scary place. Um, yeah. And, uh, and you don't you don't show it, but inside you have all these questions like, oh my gosh, what do I do next? Who do I talk to? Who do I trust? How do I make it work long term? You know, what do I do? Um, so this was an interesting period for that. For me, I learned so much in such a short space of time about the industry and about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? I always think when you're put against struggles or you're put against something, or challenges, let's say, not struggles, but challenges, that's when you look deep within and that's when you really start learning about yourself because that's when you have to really get through it. That's incredible. No, I absolutely love the experience. I, so, I met so many people that I'm friends now to, to this day with, um, and uh, I've been able to give and help a lot of people because of that experience, you know, in a lot of ways. And it's been great to, to be able to do that. So, um, yeah. yeah, and here we are. Yeah, how, how are your family with that, though? Because I know a lot of families, if somebody's trying, you know, if they've got somebody who's, you know, in the family, family member who's pursuing, let's say, in those days, they would call it a hobby, wouldn't they? They wouldn't really call it a job. And they might say, well, go and get a proper job. Um, how were people around you? Were they supporting you in what you did? Or were they, you know, was it a bit like, okay, let's just see how it goes? Yeah, that's a great question because just prior to the, the hit blowing up um, or my involvement in the hit, um, there was a, I was doing different things musically. I was also acting. I was involved in uh, a, a teen channel called Trouble TV back then, I think Virgin owned. And so I was doing whatever I could to try and build a career for myself and move forward. And so there were family members that were like, you know, just focus on the law, focus on studies. And, uh, you know, you're wasting your time with the entertainment industry and so on. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it was just a matter of uh, me being really honest about what I wanted to do and really just going for it. And, but it was tough. There were some people that didn't believe until the hit came. And then it was like, oh, okay. 
this is yeah. uh, this is working. And there's, there yeah. is all that usual cliche where you see, you figure out who are your friends, uh, because as well as the massive success, there were challenges, as you say, and I struggled for a long time balancing uh, family life, raising children, uh, running a business and being creative so that I could keep moving my business forward, keep moving forward in the, in the industry in that way. Um, burned out completely, absolutely knackered trying to make it work. And what, yeah. helped me, what absolutely helped me, and I love sharing, is that I was able to let go of all of the external validation. Because especially when you're in a creative or you're in the entertainment industry, a lot of what you're doing is about pleasing other people. You're getting in a chart, do they like your song, do they like the way you look, and all this kind of stuff. So you have to be so yeah. strong internally to, to, to keep recognizing who you are. And we've seen how so many artists struggle with that, start self-medicating. Unfortunately, some commit suicide. Mm. Um, there are figures, um, if you check out Help Musicians UK, um, they have tons of statistics around how uh, musicians feel disenfranchised. Around 80% are suffering from anxiety and depression and so on, brought on by stress associated with being in the industry. So it is very challenging. But what helped me was to let go of the expectation of others, figure out where my passion was, why I love doing what I'm doing, and how I can use that to serve other people and, and, and create a genuine transformation. You know, I really connect with the value in what I'm doing. And, and then go and educate myself a lot more and, and be kinder uh, to myself. That's amazing. That is amazing um, value you've just given because it is all about, it's like that strong passion and desire. And when it burns within, that fuels the energy, that fuels the, um, the vehicle, which is yourself in this case. And, and, you know, and like you said, it's about, I'm very, very spiritual. I've written a book, Dance with the Universe, and it's all about, and it took me a very long time for me to get there from what you're saying. It's fantastic that you got to a place so quickly um, and quite fast. So you're obviously very, you know, you're very in tune with yourself. So that's, uh, that's just amazing. It took me a very, it took me a really long time to sort of let go and start flowing um, with the universe. And when you do, that's when you realize that things do start flowing and, and falling into place. But it's very obvious that it was meant to be, because like you said, you were about, you know, you were thinking you're probably starting to doubt and that's, you know, and it hit and that's when it happened. And it was like, it's like almost you're being yanked into an area because of obviously the value you're giving. I mean, I knew I knew of you when I saw you. I knew your name. And I was like, oh, OK, you know, let's connect. I'd absolutely love to hear your story. And when you accepted the invitation, I was absolutely delighted. So um, that's absolutely great. So what happened after that? So you were doing some music and acting. I didn't know about the acting. That's that's phenomenal. Yeah, I started. How, how did it kind of go forward? Yes, I started as an actor and acting and involved in that way. And the hit came, so then I sort of focused on the music industry. And then, as I say, I started to reconnect with what I loved doing mm. and then started to just make the music I wanted to make when I wanted to make it, then connect with um, the acting again. So I started doing uh, fight scenes and I was a market trader on EastEnders for a couple of years. And that evolved into yes, me. yes. Then becoming an agent, I getting, that. <laughs> and then getting an agent, and then becoming my own voice agent for my own voice acting pursuits. But the bit in the middle was a whole lot of growth, and we, 
And, you know, it was, I'm not going to say it was easy, um, but it's all relative, right? I just knew that I had to do it. I had to figure out how to create sustainability. And I share that in my book, How to Think Beyond the Chart Position. And a lot of what I connected with uh, outside of the passion was really, again, the value and purpose. Like, why am I doing this anyway? You know, mm-hmm. and where is value, especially with musicians and creatives, sometimes when you are told that you're, you're a great singer, you're great at your art, you're great, you have lovely skills, you sometimes end up in a place of entitlement if you're not careful, thinking, well, I've got a great voice. I've had a number one hit. I should be able to do this. I should be able to do that. Well, maybe, but you know what? Maybe not. Roll it back. Why yeah. does anyone need what it is that you can give to the world? How is it genuinely making a difference? And, and asking myself those questions allowed me to then go off and start to do voice acting, start to um, you know, use my voice in the ways that I wanted take revenue from that and then give to charity and create other projects. So one of the things I did, I set up a, a community project called Diverse Music Solutions at the time, whereby we worked with unknown artists to put their songs into commercials and other things, try and get some sync licensing going, and then took a portion of that to give to a charity. And I like working with Magic Breakfast because they're, they're helping people that struggle with food. Um, you know, So they're providing morning meals to people. So getting involved in skills to do that was amazing. And so as well as doing that, I got deeper into using my voice in all the ways that I can use it, not just as a singer, but as a voice actor, working with brands, video games specifically, and sort of large scale multi-platform advertising where there's alignment. I have to feel that it aligns with my audience and my brand and who I am. Yeah. But then I, I started to make affirmations. I started to, especially during lockdown, I started a group called Ready for Dreams. And that's all about encouraging people just to be their best selves. And so we, there was a lot of telling bedtime stories to, to adults, you know, and a lot of the time they were saying, Look, I, I, it took, they were saying two things. It either took them back to a time when they got that love and focus and attention from their parents and so on, or they felt, actually, my parents never read, they never took the time to read me a story. So it feels good that someone's taking the time to connect in this way. So it was a lot of people from stress, anxiety, and again, encouraging through affirmations. I've been sharing with Insight Timer and releasing my own affirmations uh, online and so on, just to connect to the subconscious, encourage people to be their best selves in a real simple, um, simple way, you know. And so, yeah, again, just exploring how I could use my passion my skills and all that kind of stuff to help others uh, just adds a bit of purpose and, and just generally create sustainability in a way that I've really enjoyed. So yeah, acting, uh, ended up in doing a bit in Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Jingle Jangle, the Netflix Christmas movie uh, just gone, and um, fighting with my family, Rock and Stephen Merchant, and just loving it, loving the experience, you know, and I, I just don't get to, if I feel that I'm trying something and it's becoming too difficult, and there's mm-hmm. too much tension and it's not necessary. I recognize it's just just to listen and find a way to to move around it, you know, elsewhere. And um, that's that's been, you know, listening and becoming aware has been really important to me. And not, again, getting yeah. caught up with worrying about what other people think, just doing what feels right for me, making it flow. Yeah, that's just, that's incredible. The amount of work you're doing, that's just, I, I didn't know about the charitable work that you do in the charity, that's incredible. 
So you actually have an agency for voice for voices or voiceovers, etc. Is that is that correct? Did I hear that correctly? That's right, Spoons Voices. And it started because I wanted to just represent myself properly. Um, and so I set the company. And then I thought there were a few friends of mine, a few people I know, I like their voices. We're all very different. So there's space for us in, in, to make a nice boutique offering. And so I, I kind of, I do that there uh, in, in a very unique way, which is which is great. And we just released a book, mm-hmm. Voice of Secrets, uh, featuring uh, 21 of my mates in the industry who are super professional, super successful, and have tips for, for newbies coming into the industry. Just being totally yeah. honest the things they struggled with and how they made yeah. it work for people. Yeah, that's that's incredible. But so it's it's it is all about the voice. Um just I was going to touch on quickly your agency. So it for voiceovers for fellow podcasters, um if they wanted um a, a voice, not a voiceover, but the intro outro, they could contact you. Yeah, absolutely. If it feels right and the, what the, the topic and so on and the branding feels right, then yeah. we'll be open to discussing that. Yeah, because that's a massive thing at the moment. I mean, I've done a few for, for friends who said, oh, could you do our intro, outro? Um, but obviously, for me, it's just a bit of fun and helping out. But it is massive, and people do need um, people to do the intro, outro vocals over music um, just to introduce their podcast. So that's maybe if you haven't tapped into that, you should tap into that. It's massive, and podcasts are obviously only growing. So, um, so I just think it's great. And it's all come from your voice and I do want to sort of talk about the voice and the power of the voice. Um, how did, how did, cause you've got a very deep voice. You've got a very powerful voice. Have people ever commented? What, what kind of vibe, what kind of, what do you get back from that? Well, I think, I think there just came a point in my teens where I woke up one day and my voice was different. And that was it. <laughs> everyone to comment, oh my gosh, you've got such a deep voice. You know what's happening. And, um, you know, a, a, a lot of the science around it, I guess, starts from our relationship with the world from the womb, you know, where you can't see anything, but you can hear your mother's voice or your other voices through the, the sack that we're in um, for that time. Yeah. And, so, and those vibrations connect and create anchors and triggers and other things um, along the way, you know, and also the power of storytelling, um, you know, before we had you know video and all that kind of stuff uh, people would sit around the campfire and um and share those stories around the history and all sorts that would then be carried on for generations so voice is powerful and that connection we we find through voice and over time we've developed these skills uh, around uh, figuring out if someone's being real or not you know and uh, that stays with us in the subconscious especially and, and then we start to bond and connect with people based on our, on the voices we hear yeah, that's incredible. It's funny you talk about, um, uh, you know, um, stories being read or, you know, things being heard from yourself while you're in your mother's womb, because I've got two amazing sons. And the one thing I was very deliberate about was talking to them. And I'm Hindu, um, although I'm I'm, I'm I'm spiritual, so I believe in all religions. That's, that's a chapter in my book, Religion or No Religion, but I'm open to everything. I believe in God. But one of the things they say is to read a holy book whilst the baby is in your womb because it can transfer and it's basically positive energy, good vibes. Um, and it's kind of what you've just said. So I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. Um, and affirmations, I'm all about affirmations. I'm a morning ritual person and a whole chapter of my book is dedicated, t- dedicated to affirmations. And I think affirmations are just so powerful. They literally helped me get through a very dark period of my life. 
um, to where I am now. So yeah, I definitely believe in affirmations. I think it's incredible. So um, any advice? What? How would you advise somebody if they wanted to improve their vocals, improve their speaking skills, or just be heard? How can you use your voice, you know, to come across powerfully and can not necessarily concisely? Because I don't think concise is that. It, it is important in certain arenas, but sometimes it isn't important. It's just about being able to use your voice. And the, the reason I love your charities, and even though it is, it's just dedicated for singers and and vocalists. It's still helping people. When people have gone through trauma or are going through a darker period in their life, the one thing that gets hit normally with everybody, including myself, was voice because it's almost like a confidence thing. You've been crushed. And for others to be helping people to come out of that, I just think is amazing. And that's definitely, I mean, my Feel Fabulous mission anyway. It's about building community, inspiring, helping others, um, and just making people feel amazing and feel fabulous. So, yeah, what, what kind of advice, what other advice could you give somebody who's really think, you know, struggling a little bit and wants to use their voice? I think, I think it's important always to figure out purpose and ask ourselves why we want to use our voice and, and what we're going to use our voice for and, and literally just list it. Um, going further back, actually, um, gratitude, Get, getting into a place of gratitude and and. And, and, and recognizing what's happening in your situation that you feel really good about. And that sense of gratitude really makes you uh, connect with these biochemical and physical uh, sensations around what gratitude is doing. You know, you feel the tingles, you feel that warmth inside and all around you and opens you up uh, to then stepping into your confidence slightly more. And then you start thinking about how you can empower yourself with the words that you want to say. If there's something that you don't have, Think about what it is you want and how you could say it in such a way that you're committing to it. You know, I'm committing to being a better me every day and, and really connect in a way that you're really giving to yourself and believing it as you as you say it out loud and just do it, you know, just creating a number of words, a number of sentences you want to say to yourself in your room at home um, and repeat them. Because often that repetition yeah, yeah. then of our subconscious and we slowly start to believe it plant the seeds and start to act upon what we're saying uh which is which is great and then in terms of how you want to impact other people and their lives it's really about asking them what they need so how are you using your voice uh to help people what they need and let go of what it is that you want um that surrender that acceptance uh, that it's not about us can be challenging at times because our brains are hardwired for survival and that's all we tell ourselves we, we think about ourselves so much to stay safe but actually in this context what can we do for other others and how is it going to make a difference long term amazing amazing that i love it yeah uh, it's gone slightly a different way this but it's gone typically in the way that i love things um, all mindset and motivation i absolutely love it um so thank you very much for sharing i just want to do before we round up i want to do a quick fire round if that's okay it doesn't have to be quick but um just some generalized questions and just a bit of fun. So when, I mean, we're in lockdown at the moment, where's your favorite hangout? Maldives. Ah, lovely. Well, that was going to be one of my other questions actually. Where's the, well, maybe, but where's the first place that you're going to visit when we come out of lockdown? Absolutely, back to the Maldives. <laughs> yeah? I love it. Okay. Hardwick Hotel, I love it there. The, the manager there, Tolga, is a lovely guy and uh, I have a great time when I'm there. 
we do a lot of jiu- I love martial arts. I love jiu-jitsu. And um, Professor Heron Gracie introduced me to Tolga and I got out there and we were training as well as hanging out. And I was working there as well, doing bits and pieces with voice for my clients. So it was just lovely okay. to be there and do the things that I love doing for sure. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. I might have to connect on that because I want to do some masterminds later on this year, if not early next year, um, away. So it's like mini workshop retreats. Um, so yeah. mastermind in Maldives, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Uh, what do you do? I'm Like I said, I'm a morning ritual person. I have rituals at the end of the day. You know, I have my gratitude. Um, I do my journals. I do my meditation and I do my blessings. What do you do? But that's, that's, kind of what there's other self-care things you can do as well now and again I go off to retreats definitely that's one of the things I absolutely love to do well you know work go for it work and then retreat what what do you do for self-care so my partner introduced me to this book by Hal Elrod um Miracle Morning and I saw this he has a process silence affirmations visualization exercise reading scribing that he recommends you do first thing in the morning now as a freelancer as a creative as a business I don't have a morning. I'm up at all kinds of hours. I go to bed anytime I want to go to bed if I need to. And so what I do is as soon as I wake up, I like to do a moment of silence, affirmation, visualization, inscribing, or any time in the day I need to like create distance from whatever's challenging me, I take one yeah. minute for it. And that really helps to reset me, really helps to refocus me, give me clarity and help me breathe. And outside of that, it's like going for a walk. I like to cycle down by the canal where I live. Um, get, I've got battle ropes in my garden, have a little workout, or sometimes just do nothing, just sit in the dark, uh, play some music or sit in the silence and just relax. Um, and the music I like has to have no words. I don't want to hear anything other than the sound of a lovely instrument, very simple, give, giving me space to just drift. Amazing drift back into myself <laughs> yeah amazing that's amazing but don't you find that during those moments um of that stillness is when that you can often have light bulb moments though when you come out of it you'll be like I certainly do I mean it's like bing 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 after because I always say sometimes when we when we're busy 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 we're not listening you need that downtime to listen to the universe and actually just connect um I think that's phenomenal your favorite song so you've just said you'd love to listen to that's when you're downtime but what about just generally what is that song that makes you go oh i love this oh, you can't ask me that like there are so many <laughs> no, no, no. okay just a few just a few <laughs> i love um so, so depending on my mood i like other side of the game erica badu so there's this beautiful yeah. like it's upright bass and the muted horn in there that just does it for me. Every time I hear that, I just drift away. Um, oh. So many songs. I grew up on reggae, so much reggae, roots reggae, revival reggae, lovers rock. Uh, so much <laughs> from and bits of soul from all kinds of people. Otis Redding and you know, ah, oh, there's so much. Uh, it's really hard. It's just it just depends on the mood. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, so last words about using your voice. If somebody uh, wants to get out there and they want to use it to help others, any advice at all? So I um, so I often, as you'd imagine, get asked, how do I get into the voice acting industry? What do I do? So we have a book out at the moment called Voice Over Secrets, available on Amazon, bestseller in radio entertainment and uh, acting and auditioning. Check it out. Because these stories 
they cut away all the fruff. A lot of the stuff online you'll find will be great for learning techniques and stuff. What you will get is the insight around the challenges and how people got through them. Um, but it's hard to come by that. So that's why I thought it would be great to put the book out, send it out there, and again, donate some of the sales to Magic Breakfast to help with morning meals for children. And so outside of that, um, if you're trying to get into the voice acting industry, uh, get a solid voice reel. Um, get, a, get a website sorted so people can contact you and then you can host what's your... A, what's, a, what's a voice reel, sorry? Getting so a, a solid voice reel, what's that? Yeah, so a voice reel will show what your, your voice sounds like and the type of, and, and who you can potentially connect with, your demographic, but through the sound of your voice and the, the type of work you would be doing. Um, commercials, video games, you know, you maybe you want a character reel where you're showing all the different voices you can do. Again, I want to demystify, it's not all about being able to do tons of different voices, figuring out how to connect with your natural voice um, and, and uh, doing what really you really enjoy. And if you don't know what to do or where to go, uh, do your research and do it thoroughly because you don't want to get ripped off. Uh, there are a lot of people, like with anything, there are a lot of charlatans out there. What yeah. you want to know is that people are helping you connect with your voice, connect with the type of uh, genres and stuff that work for your voice. And you can start off by just asking your friends, what kind of commercials do you think that my voice would work in? Or think for yourself, what, what do you like hearing? What could you hear yourself doing? Have fun with those scripts. Record them at home for yourself on your phone and ask your mates, what do you think of this? Go off and get some training, learn how to use, how to record to a high standard, um, how to create the formats your clients may need. Um, beyond that, think about how you can develop your skills in marketing yourself, becoming more visible to show how you create a solution for the ideal people you want to be working with. And throw in the mindfulness, get the balance right, always reconnect with your purpose. Why am I doing this in the first place? And how can I do it without depleting, without burning out? So that's essentially what I also share in my private courses. I have a small group of people that I work with. I only, uh, like once a month, create a window to review potential applicants on a waiting list um, to make it fair to everyone that joins, but also because I'm also very busy uh, being creative and acting myself. So I want to make sure I can dedicate the time to the people that do decide to join the group. So yeah, I think th those starting with those tips, you know, getting a voice for your website, looking after yourself, being honest about how your voice really works, your natural voice. And if you are doing accents, be consistent. Make sure they are authentic and you can deliver them with consistency. Otherwise, you will get found out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. That's amazing. So let me just run over this again for the listeners. You have an agency, you run courses and you have a book. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> Is it all on your website? Yes, yeah, so you can, um, you, it's on Amazon, so you can type Voice Over Secrets in the search on Amazon, it's all there, or How to Think Beyond the Chart Position, that's my other book, you can find it there on Amazon. Um, because I've been doing so much on Clubhouse, find me there, let's talk, I love talking there, um, at Spoonface1. On Instagram, hit me up, jump in the DMs, Spoonface1. And if you have been following me on, uh, on Clubhouse, then just type spoon.house spoon.house and you get all of the information there available to you i like to respond i love connecting um so um, feel free to reach me there that's amazing so spoon.house i'll put that in the comments for everybody because that's how uh, um ultimately they can uh, contact you yeah and then you can yeah. 
I don't know if they've got a demo they want to send you. I don't know. We don't know. We might have a rising star somewhere out there. Um, but I think it's amazing. So your final words, what does feel fabulous mean to you? Feel fabulous. I love this. So as, as you've pretty much figured out, my whole thing is mindfulness, whether it's in business or anything. Can't enjoy anything unless we're healthy, unless we're well from the inside out. So feeling fabulous is feeling amazing from the inside out to the rest of the universe. So start there and let it ripple. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's absolutely lovely. Thank you. So I'll um, put the comments in the comments below on the Facebook. Um, I'll put a link for people to contact you. Uh, if you want to follow uh, Spoon on Clubhouse, it is Spoon. Sorry, say it again. It's what is the handle? Yes, all of my social accounts are at Spoonface1, at Spoonface1. And otherwise, spoon.house, and you'll get all the information you need. Okay, so I'll put that in there and then they can contact you however. But certainly you've got to follow uh, Spoon on uh, Clubhouse because it is just absolutely amazing and your voice on the audio just comes across. I mean, we you you don't even need to read your name at you. You'll know it's you once, you, once they get to know you. So thank you so much um, for joining me today and talking about your voice. Thank You're you, welcome. everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and um thank you yeah and uh yeah so i hopefully will see you soon